This episode is sponsored by Comics Amino, the super sweet superhero and comic book app that you can download right on your phone or tablet. Definitely check this out. Super cool. I've been using it for the last week and uh, literally learned everything that I needed to learn about Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite just by scrolling through the news feed of this app. That's uh, pretty sick. Yeah, what? I got to yeah, it's it's super cool. I got to say my favorite thing so far though was the polls. It, it do like versus battles like what yeah. we do with minute matchups except it's basically all through the app. So like Black Panther versus Deathstroke. It's really cool. Nice. That's pretty sick. Public chats. It's got a really vibrant community, which I've noticed so far. I went into a chat and was just was like, hey, everybody. And literally got like, hey, 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 hey. Ton of replies. <laughs> everybody is super friendly and chill. And uh, and I also posted a poll about how uh, which uh, Young Justice character everybody likes the most. Let us know who your favorite Young Justice character is in the mm. comments below. And make sure to check out and download Comics Amino. Check it out. It's a great community so far and, uh, and has a lot of really awesome awesome different types of information on there everything from uh everything from news everything from uh public chats tutorials gifts uh again the polls which are my favorite part so far mm-hmm. and uh and yeah so definitely check it out and uh yeah let's get right into the episode guys yeah hello and welcome to hawk talk it's my hawk culture podcast where we talk about geek stuff nerdy stuff and all sorts of awesome, awesome my awesome. name is danny shepherd and joining me as always is my lovable band of goons starting with jeremy lee <laughs> Noel Shefflin. What's poppin', y'all? Let's get it. Who it is? I am me. And Tony Smith. Hi. Yeah. What it do, baby boo? That's, what, that's your line. It, oh, it's my line? Wait, can I get it what, again? What, what, what exactly? What it do, baby boo? What it... What it do, baby? You come on, nope. jeez, Tony. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> what does it? If do? you like the show, be sure to support us over on Patreon. Uh, it helps out the show tremendously. It helps us get our new studio, which hopefully you guys will be seeing very soon, mm-hmm. sooner than you actually think. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> what it do, baby? Boo. Uh, all right, and oh, we am I off. Was that off? Was that <laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> this is why people don't take us seriously. <laughs> it, If you guys like the show, be sure to support us over on Patreon. We are trying to be more active and and have some very big changes coming to not only the main channel, but our second channel as well. Tony's about to launch his Off the Rails show uh, on... The second channel, Noel, is about to launch a uh, uh, Isma vlog show, which is basically a weekly vlogging behind-the-scenes type show. Jeremy and Hisani are working on a uh, gear review show for all you aspiring filmmakers. You can check this out and see what gear you really like. And uh, and we have some very big changes coming to Hawk Talk, so be prepared for that. Very, very big changes. Some of them you're going to like. Some of them you're not going to like. I just ask that you guys bear with us through a transitional period. Uh, as we uh, make some serious changes in uh, episode 100 of the show, which we are coming up on episode 100, which is a huge milestone. Thank you guys all so much for being with us this long. We love you guys so much. You guys have no idea what you guys have done. We had no idea that this show was actually going to take off, and the fact that we get you know, five to 15,000 listeners every week, uh, not including what we get on SoundCloud and iTunes and all that, like this is surreal and awesome. So mm-hmm. thank you guys mm-hmm. so much. And you guys are beautiful. We hope to give you guys some really dope new content, some do- awesome minute matchup type content on the main channel, and then give you even more of our personalities on the second channel. So thank you guys. Um, and Patreon is a big part of that, mm-hmm. uh, which will also be relaunched as well. Got a lot and of changes. What, dude, what week is is episode one hundred? I believe it's on the week of the tenth or the seventeenth of January. So, so oh uh, boy, tune in, guys. It's uh it's gonna be a whirl. It's gonna be fun, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited i'm like pumped maybe I'm, we'll debut some new stuff trying to get pumped maybe I'm it'll pumped, be an bro. hour of complete <clears throat> silence 
Yeah. It won't. It won't be that. No, it <laughs> it set that expectation. No. It won't be that. <laughs> um, and uh, that kind of gets us into the uh, first topic, right? Yeah, yeah. We have shirts on Teespring. We don't have any available right now. Our campaigns have all ended, but we will be coming out with stuff soon. Uh, we are starting to do more flash sales, so be ready. We will be announcing and showing off uh, more awesome uh, themed shirts. So get ready. You might see like a Batman themed Ismahawk shirt, a Deadpool themed Ismahawk shirt. Uh, Cool stuff like that. We want to try to diversify the uh, the content. Let us know what kind of merchandise you will guys, you guys would like to see. I know I've been I think talking for like five minutes and we haven't gotten it's, to the topic. We're good, dude. Let's get into the topic. Whoa, hot topic. Mm, sorry, what? Yeah, sure. Hot that's topic. what you're into. Um, no, no, no. What? Don't what? take that from me. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, cut that out or bleep it. No, no, don't. don't no, you, just make it extra loud. Anyway, hey, you, the DC. CW crossover. This is why people are clicking on that. Yeah. Not to hear us talk about anything else, but the CW but. DC crossover. Yes. Dudes. Dudes. Yes. What did everybody think? Dudes. I actually was really enjoying it. I, I like it. it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I feel like they could have utilized all four episodes a bit more. Mm-hmm. But it seems like the crossover was really just uh what was it? The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow. Flash and Legend. I mean, Arrow was still very much a part of that. Yeah. I- I'd say Supergirl was surprisingly. Yeah, but Arrow, from <laughs> what I've seen, it felt like a just a since it landed on the episode 100 of Arrow, it was kind of like a recap of everything that's been done before. Dude, there was actually a time within just while we're on the subject of Arrow, of course, I would like to talk about the feels. There was there was some feels that were thrown. Yeah, mm, I, I was felt feeling them, them feels. Feeling the feels. All right. Yeah. Got the feeling. I got to yeah. say, I think Air, the, the Arrow episode might be my favorite of the crossover. Really? Series. Dude, high five, bro. I feel you right here. In regards to pushing. Touch hands. The, hey. Touch, slap hands. Slap hands. Slap hands. In regards to pushing the plot, eh. In regards to it being its own self-contained little idea, mm. I, oh, dude, there yeah, was, I can definitely see that. There was a scene where you hear, like, Oh my God! You you actually hear Ollie's mom mm-hmm. speak, and he turns around, and you're, I, dude. Right then, I was like, oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> and like everybody was lined up, and I was like, oh my God, dude! Yeah, all these people. It was pretty dude. obvious that Roy was just a. A body that they put yes. superimposed Painfully his head on. Obvious. I was like, "Hello, oh, guys, come on! You couldn't blend that a little bit that, better." Like all these aliens, aliens, and you couldn't do this CG well. I'm just gonna say I could do that effect better in my sleep, but I do want to say I, I got in a conversation with a friend of ours uh, at work, and uh, he doesn't have friends. And yeah, I don't have friends. It was actually no. a figment of my imagination. But he was he was saying <laughs> that he didn't dig it. He thought it was really corny and campy and silly. And to which I followed up, man, like. Arrow specifically? No, the oh, whole the whole, the whole crossover oh, event. Okay. And I just want to wow. say this real quick. I just want to say this right now. That this yeah, close one. This crossover event, this series of episodes, uh in like crossing over four shows in a week is like ridiculous and unheard of. That's unheard I don't of. Know it's, yeah, yeah that, I don't that know. Is, that's pretty impressive, that actually. It's a week. Oh my god. I don't think I've ever seen anybody do this. And there was more heart. In this, I mean, real. Let's be legit. It was like a three-episode crossover. Yeah, the Supergirl yeah. one didn't really. Yeah. like at the very, very end. I'm gonna say it's a still a four-show crossover, yeah. mm-hmm. and this had more heart than anything I've seen in the DC movies so far. So that I would agree. 
Like, there was so much yeah. heart in this. I don't care that some of the CG was bad. I don't care that the plot was a little corny at times and the acting was a little corny at times. It had so much heart. You could tell that every single person cared. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. person cared. Yep. And that meant a lot to me. That meant, as just like growing up as a DC fan my entire life, and like this sort of silliness and campiness, like, was awesome, man. It reminded mm-hmm. me of the Super Friends in the best possible yeah. way. The silliness I, and campiness, yep. I loved it so much. I just gotta say, like, I know a lot of people out there are like, oh, it fucking sucks, it's corny, it's stupid, it's like, blah, blah, blah. I had so much fun. Mm-hmm. I felt like a little kid again watching yeah. this. Well, you need to understand yeah. what you're watching. It's yeah. the CW, Agreed. first of all. It's not HBO. It's not AMC. This isn't Game right, of Thrones. Yeah, of course, yeah. It's, it's a bunch of superheroes teaming up to defeat some aliens from outer space. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get, did you just hear that? <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> Heard it. Um, I would agree that it was super cheesy and corny and campy, but I feel like that's been part of the charm of these shows, specifically mm. with the shows that are dealing with like the superheroes, not Arrow, where he's like a person. Yeah, I feel and I feel like that was the point of it. And like, yes, there were parts where like the acting or the plot, I was like, that's that's <laughs> silly. That mm. shouldn't have happened. But like, it was it was cool. I had a lot of fun watching. I will have to say it. the Legends of Tomorrow episode. Uh, the, any interaction between Barry and um, Oliver was great. Dude, that the, the oh, entire yeah, yeah. The, the oh my god the entire oh, yeah. crossover arc it felt like Flash was Superman and and Arrow was Batman and like the conversation yeah. like it felt like that it didn't feel like they were them but it felt yeah, like yeah. that dynamic of oh, characters totally yeah they they have such great great interactions with each other in mm-hmm. front of camera it is it is really I, cool to watch oh another thing uh, Carlos Valdez I think yeah. is his mm-hmm. name yeah who who plays Cisco on the show. Man, he's killing it, dude. Dude, he's and so I love dumb. it. He's a great actor, he and the material he's given is amazing too. You know, you know who's been surprising me what? Um, is, or and who? he wasn't really in the, he wasn't a big part of the crossover, but just in Arrow is the dude that plays Wild Dog. Like that is a really good actor. Like okay. he's he's yeah, yeah. doing really really good stuff on that show. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like. I know we we've, we've been talking about how Arrow's been like the weaker link these past few seasons, but I gotta say this this season right now has Arrow. Who's that one? Which one is which? Wild dog. I'm having a hard time. He's the hockey mask. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what they call Renee. him. Renee. I, I, I actually just started watching Arrow because uh, I watched the crossover event and then because I'm caught up on Flash. Mm-hmm. I watched the crossover event for Arrow and now I'm catching up with Arrow and then I'm going to catch up with Legends. I yeah. think I'm like two episodes behind with Arrow, but I had to watch yeah. the crossover. I think I'm like three episodes but behind. But this season's good, dude. This season's really strong. I'm so heard. Really enjoying it so far, man. Like, I think people are, are hating on it for being what it is, mm-hmm. and it is what it is, man. Yeah. I appreciate these shows yeah. for what they are. Right. If I want to see something drab and dark, I'll watch uh, Netflix I'll watch the DKR superhero series. films, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'll watch, I'll watch the mm-hmm. DC movies. I'll watch the Netflix yeah. Marvel shows. Yeah. Like, if I want to see something dark and gritty, I'll watch that crap. But, like, this yeah. is... Like it's fun. You just turn off your brain mm-hmm. and just watch fucking yeah, just watch colorful, it, yeah. ridiculous awesomeness. <laughs> it's like we watch the Transformers movies. Like, yeah. dude, I, yeah. I come, I come to watch this because I want to. It's like when go. I play Madden. I want to play this because it's my own. It's my own little thing. Yeah, it's my own. Time. It's just fun. I want to watch this <clears throat> while my little baby is playing on the floor. Like <laughs> I want to like just relax and watch. Yeah. Arrow beat some dudes up. I gotta say though, comparing Transformers to to these shows, I think like Transformers lacks the heart. Oh, totally. That these shows do. I think in regards, yes, the the appeal. Yeah, the the appeal, like in the sense of like, I go to watch. I don't go to watch Transformers to find some sense of uh, professional path, and in a sense, like I'm not gonna go watch 
an old Transformers movie, be like, I, I want to take from Shia LaBeouf in his performance here something that I can use. Optimus! And then just running, sprinting. Yeah. Optimus! Yeah. And it's just, it's like, I don't go, yeah. Wow. Jeez. Fucking amazing. Sensational. <laughs> uh, if you guys aren't uh, watching uh, this, <laughs> then you're lucky. Um, yeah. <laughs> then you're lucky. <laughs> you were lucky. Oh, I was going to say that <gasps> Carlos Valdez, oh. I am excited about his character, Cisco, just because like, we finally get a really well-driven, well-written Latino superhero mm-hmm. in a major network show. Mm-hmm. That's he's, fucking he's awesome. He's so funny, too. He's like, it's like, yeah, this is this thing that I do. Yeah. I, uh, it's called Vibe. <laughs> Dude, and it's, it's awesome so because, goofy. like, all of his humor is hilarious, and it's awesome, and his references are so cool, bro. But, like, his Everyone knows your references are on point. <laughs> yeah. Dude, but, like, his serious scenes, too, like, the heavy stuff that he has with Barry and, oh, yeah. and everything else, like, when he's serious, he's serious, and yeah. it's, it's great. It's that contrast, dude. It's, like, you can totally tell that he's... He knows his character, and mm-hmm. he knows when it's important to be that character. Yeah. It's, I like the it. thing is about him and why he's so good is that any other actor or any other character behaving the way that he is to Barry mm-hmm. about the... Uh, oh, but by the way, guys, spoiler alert. <laughs> all four shows. Um, the way that he's behaving toward Barry, like it, it reminds me of how uh, Foggy behaves... Toward yes. yep. uh, Matt. toward Matt in mm-hmm. Daredevil mm-hmm. season two specifically, oh, yeah. and how annoying it's getting, and how like it's not fun to watch, and it's mm-hmm. irritating, and it's like, all right, get over it, God, come on. It's like you understand why Cisco feels the way he does, mm-hmm. and the way that Cisco portrays it is not makes, annoying. It's not annoying. It doesn't make him feel like he's whining or complaining or being a bitch for no reason. It feels like, and, and not that Foggy is, but it's just like the way that it's handled feels, it felt like, okay, Cisco, or okay, Foggy, just get over it. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't feel that with Cisco. I, I, you know, I have a very close relationship with my brother, mm-hmm. and I felt his pain. Like, mm-hmm. his brother was just wished out of existence. Yeah. You know, just dead. Yeah. And like, that's fucking hard but then when man. he makes when, when he does the same thing in the crossover in the in the legends episode when he does yeah. that same thing he's like wow like this is exactly what it feels like yeah. why was i yeah. being such a and so he understands it's a very tricky subject yeah. to handle mm-hmm. in media just because like when you're trying to tell a story about someone who goes through hardship it's from the outside perspective and this is a stigma that is stuck with a lot of mental illnesses or just uh tension in relationships between people is mm-hmm. that oh you can just get over it N- no no you can't just get over no. it like you're you not in their shoes emotions. yeah you feel what you feel so it's not something you can just get over and the way that they handle it in uh with uh cisco yeah it's it's a very tricky line to but it felt supernatural it like, did I mean, it felt organic it felt natural my bad it felt like really well, it's, authentic yeah, it felt it's, organic yeah it's how you like the thing is is empathy Mm-hmm. is can you make the audience feel empathy for this character and not feel like this character... Because obviously this character who we like is in opposition to this character who we like. Mm-hmm. And Flash Barry being the main character is is higher up on the scale. Mm-hmm. So when we have a character that we, that we like start feeling uh, in opposition... Uh, to uh, our our main character, the character that we're following, it's and it starts like bogging down the the plot. If you don't 
properly allow or uh, properly write the character to, I guess, sort of overcome this obstacle, <clears throat> overcome this obstacle, or just like allow the audience to empathize with them, mm-hmm. like. It's, Let him in. Yeah, it's so difficult to empathize because with certain we'll characters. Because we'll see it from Flash's character almost all the way through, but we won't see everything from the other, like the other point of view. Precisely. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. one of the things that Daredevil kind of hits on, uh, which I love Daredevil, fucking love Daredevil. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But like, I noticed myself getting like, all right, Foggy, come on, man. Like, this is like, I'm not even, it, it's, you're not even hung up on new problems. You're hung up on old problems. Right. Like, you got over this in season one. Why are you still hung up on this? True. Like, if, if Cisco gets over his brother's death and then keeps bringing it up afterward, yeah. it's like, okay, now he's you're just being petty. Yeah, yeah, now you're not over it. And now Tom we're hearing petty. the same thing over and over again. Tom Petty, really? Yeah. Okay. Petty. <laughs> Tom Petty. <laughs> I got you. This is the end. So my favorite part of this crossover, oh, one of my favorite parts, there's so many good parts, honestly, but the part where Oliver had to say goodbye to his family. Oh, oh. like, dude, <laughs> first of all, amazing acting from Steven, but like, dude, the writing was just so good because like he was addressing things that I was like, please say something. And then he did, or like, please say that you're confused. And then he did feel confused. And he said, I was like, thank you. Thank you so much for being like, so he's validating all of your feelings. Exactly. As it's happening. And dude. Then, dude, who else felt when he was saying goodbye to Thea, that that was going to be the last time we saw Thea. Because for a split second, I was like, yo, is Thea gone? Because... I'm raising my hand if you're watching. Maybe the- I kind of wanted her to be. I'm not sure. But like, I was I know like... I I did. I was <laughs> like, is she, is she gone? Dude, oh, I was like, dude, Danny's so happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm just glad that she's not speedy anymore as of the episode that I'm yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was everybody's favorite episode? You guys seem to uh, like the Arrow one. Arrow. For me, it was Arrow because... For whatever reason, I feel so very connected to Stephen Amell, just as kind of like watching him grow as an actor. Mm-hmm. And there is a scene when he says goodbye to his parents that I was just, I would, dude, I was watching this on my break at work, and mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I am, I'm like, I'm like really, really feeling this. This is very hard to watch, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like it's hard to watch, but it's also like in a sense like I can relate to this, and I. And it was. I really hope that Stephen Amell holds on to whatever he did within this episode and just keeps pushing it forward because mm-hmm. he was, dude. Yeah, he was so day good. one, man. Yeah. Just do whatever you did in this this time. Just do that dude, every single time. I, I gotta say, just to piggyback on what you're saying, watching the season so far, I have been incredibly impressed with Stephen Amell's growth yeah. as an actor. He's like, incredible. watch him in season one and then watch him in season uh, five. And, like, this guy, you can tell how passionate and hungry he is mm-hmm. because he is getting, like, I, I'm watching his performance and be like, yeah, no, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you, you, he's grown a shit ton. Yeah, he Do has. you, boo-boo? Since the beginning. I'm so, like, excited and happy about that because that's always really... Dude, TV actors, TV actors always get ripped to shreds. Always, for sure. Unless they're on Game of Thrones or that's freaking not even TV. They can't even, you can't even like put that in the TV. That's home box yeah, office. Like, that's, a- actors always get ripped to shreds on TV, and it, you know uh, Stephen Amell, I remember was getting a lot of criticism, and I'm like, honestly, man, he's putting a lot of that to rest in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I would agree. I mean, that's it's it's like a lot of almost any soap actor. Which I would consider well, this a like, soap opera show. Mm-hmm. Like everyone, everyone will get ripped to shreds. In a for sense, acting, it's, like, yeah. for, it's for me. I see the I see work ethic. Same. Yeah. I see yeah. like this is this is. I see just dedication someone, to character. Yeah. Like I honestly, like this with Game of Thrones, it's so project based. 
a project is three months within a year, mm. and then you have post production. That's how Game of Thrones works. I mean, mm -hmm. honestly, yeah. Stephen Amell doesn't get that kind of luxury. He no. gets like, I yeah. get this script every week for what, like four months? Sometimes four? day of, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I like, I get this script to study yeah. and figure it out on site. If that's you guys why don't know, it, uh, no, I was gonna say like. If you didn't know, that's how TV schedules work, and that's why, fucking like that's why, uh, it's such a tricky business to handle because with TV schedules like the CW network TV, what? <laughs> <laughs> with network Sorry, TV, you're shooting every week, so you shoot uh, six to seven days a week for mm -hmm. one episode, and then they switch directors, and then the crew goes over to the next episode and shoot the next week. Actors get the scripts like the day before, even. To Not even. Sometimes, uh, yeah. Sometimes it's the day TV of. actors will get like a script a week before, mm -hmm. and then they'll get a complete rewrite day of, day and of, and be like, and then in hey, the yo. middle of the shoot, they'll get a new script mm -hmm. fixing the scenes that are going because it happens Yikes, on such a quick schedule. Yes. Yes. that's why it always gets. Like it, TV shows usually get better as they go along. That's a nightmare. Yeah, that is a nightmare for Acting an actor. Wise. You guys, and oh, I get so yeah. mad when I hear that because unless you're freaking Leo Dio and you get mm -hmm. a script day of, literally minutes before you're supposed to act it, like, dude, that's a real kick in the testicles. Like dude, that is no, hard. Man. It, doesn't, no, it doesn't matter characters. who the actor is. I don't care who you are. You're a human. Mm -hmm. That is jarring. I don't yeah. care. For if those you're who Leo. don't know, Leo Dio is fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for that clarification. Actually, you know, it's so funny too. I'm so glad Noel said something because that was bullshit. <laughs> uh, and it's no. so stupid how I know what he's saying now. Yeah, I mean, all of us do. We already pick up on it. But like, anyway, going back to what I was saying, I was saying that uh, when TV shows, the longer it goes on, the more time the actors have with the characters to fully understand exactly. where their motivations are. Oh, yeah, and that's why with. Uh, the Arrow, for example, with Arrow, Stephen Amell, like these actors, when they first cast the in season one, they don't fully understand all what the characters are and right. who they uh, who they are and what they do mm -hmm. until like now. What season is on five? Five, yeah. Season five, like you have all that time where you have all the material to study from and to really understand where yeah. these characters. You're stand. trying to get it, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. trying to you really, for... really, yeah. You're trying to hone in on those small. Yeah eccentricities that and your character really now has a past That's exactly like, yeah mm -hmm. something that you can go off of mm -hmm. to refer back to when you have to make choices in mm -hmm. your acting mm -hmm. in a scene mm -hmm. and, and it could be I mean, completely like, in different in the sense of like for me as someone who really really loves to dive into an idea of finding a character and then portraying it in front of camera mm -hmm. that's a nightmare yeah, like it, it is pretty challenging. it is v like for me that's like dude that's like that sucks that mm -hmm. sucks so bad. Yeah. Unless I'm doing some kind of impersonation and I'm basing off another character. Even oh. then, like when it's Tony was hard. when it, Tony was doing Green Arrow, uh, I he was constantly workshopping his performance, constantly mm -hmm. looking at stuff, watching stuff, trying to uh, be as truthful to the character as possible and portray him in the best possible way. So, and you had like weeks to oh, refine yeah. that version of the character yeah. and. Like, could you imagine what it would be like if I was just like, here you go, Tony, say these lines today <laughs> on set and just do it and, and be good. Make sure you we're memorize gonna, them. We're going we're gonna to have the entire internet watch this. We're going to have the entire internet watch this. Also, there's almost, like 50 people on set yeah, Almost <laughs> paid for this. Five million views later. <laughs> uh, 
shit. Hi. Hi. It can be rough, man. It's yeah. hard. No, I, I love I love watching like good good acting in general is amazing, but specifically good acting that's improvised in a certain mm. way. Even if, I mean, like if you're like dude, Belushi, improv is a whole like, skill in its own. Yeah, Let's pull it back into yeah. the crossover. Yeah, because yeah. we got a little off topic. Yeah, I'm just gonna you know, reel us back reel in. Reel back in, right? Reel, yeah. Get reel, back on the right I really track. Like that, what you're doing? It's reel yeah, it back in. It's like, and I like the first one. What you're doing? It's like a rope. It's like pulling a rope. Yeah, okay. I like that. That that feels more awkward. so. Uh, Jeremy, what was your favorite episode in the? I'd say Legends, just because of the relationship between Barry and. And Oliver Legends okay. felt so Avengers to me, but like for it me, did. It, but, it did. But for me, for me, it wasn't in the good way. Aww. Yeah, it was. I was, just, I was just like, man, like I don't. I'm I, not talking about the whole episode. I like. I'm saying that that's my favorite, just because I like to see the relationship. Those, yeah, between fair. those two. Well, aren't you a huge Grant Gustin fan? Yes, I am. Yeah. And also, freaking uh, that moment, the scene where Oliver tells Barry about. What happened yeah, to his family, bro? I was like, oh wait, I just realized that Barry didn't know yeah. any of this, and he just dropped this bomb. And it's that like, was heavy. Whoa! I was like, wait, you guys remind me, remind me, uh, Oliver. So, so he, no, go ahead. So Flash was looking at the the newspaper articles, like saying how this was at one point written by Iris West, but since I messed up the timeline, it's no longer that, and mm-hmm. like I messed up, and then. And then Julie Steve, Greer now. Yeah, and then Stephen Amell. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, Oliver Queen comes in. He's like, <laughs> you know, I made. We all made mistakes. I had to. I had to watch my dad die and my mom die, and I couldn't do anything about it. Like that mm-hmm. whole. Yeah, he told him, uh, literally told yeah, yeah, him the yeah. story. Like that reaction. there were two other people Grant, with me on that life craft after the boat sank. Mm-hmm. It was my dad okay, and another crew member. Yeah, and it was I don't like, know why yeah, I didn't. He took the gun, shot the crew member, then turned the gun on himself. Barry was like, "Oh, whoa! I did not <laughs> dude, know that." Grant is so good. Yeah, whoa, and then dude. he told uh, Barry. He had to watch his death stroke, like Slade stab his mother mm-hmm. in well, front him, of his own eyes, and he well, was him so and his helpless. Were just like helpless, yep. Yeah, and Barry was like, "I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that." That Dude, reaction. Yeah. Grant. Grant is one of. I honestly want. I want to say this, like, in regards to television, Grant is probably one of the most solid actors I think I've ever seen. His his scenes where you, we we get to see that pain where he reveals it. Mm-hmm. Is so authentic. Mm-hmm. I mean, like there are times when, like the first season of Flash, like midway through it, mm-hmm. there are scenes with his dad. Oh God, that I'm hate just him. like, I'm just like, so good. <laughs> like I'm just like, dude, fuck you. <laughs> so good. You're so good. I, just I hate be like, you, dude. How did you do that? Where did that come Every from? Every time he had a scene with his dad, I'm yeah. just like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, you, Every yeah. scene with you his feel dad. Like, you feel like when you saw freaking. Um, Christian Bale and Michael Caine and freaking DKR. You're just not like, even. I did not even feel the same attachment. And I, wow. Everybody here knows Batman's oh, my favorite man. superhero of all time, even beyond Nightwing. To everybody who's out there in the universe who's like, isn't it Nightwing? No, it's <laughs> Batman. No, uh, no, it's Batman. <laughs> it's, it's all. It's always been Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that moment. In the last episode of season one, when he talks to his mom, I I am not too freaking stubborn to admit that I definitely teared up a lot. I was just like that episode where he was in the. Dude, tell my mom I didn't call my mom and tell her I love her. Oh my god, dude! Anytime Barry interacts with his parents, mom or dad, like it's uh, it's a moment to behold. That episode where he was in the Speed Force. Yeah. Like that episode, yes. I was like Kevin Smith episode. Yeah. It's like run, Barry, oh, run, dude, Kev- your boy. Oh. Like, yeah, you boy, you so better good. run. 
Oh, I, so I, I, I definitely cried so that good, episode. Man. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's it's like I don't care what anybody says, man. Like, are these shows a little corny sometimes? Of course. Yes. Are they a little silly? Are the plots kind of ridiculous? Mm-hmm. Yes. But god damn it, in the short amount yes. of time that they have, they are there's so much heart mm-hmm. in these shows and i cannot stress that enough if you're one of those people out there who's just like i hate those shows they're fucking stupid mm-hmm. they're poorly written it's like you know what man like, just watching on the surface level which is what i was gonna say where okay if you're talking in the context of these four crossover episodes the premise and the story of the crossover leaves something to be desired of like course. the aliens and the medusa virus and stuff like that like coming to earth about to wipe out all metahumans the okay i mean i'll go with it but the point of these crossover episodes, like for me, is to see how all these characters interact with each other and really solidify their relationships. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I really, really like how they incorporated Supergirl into this universe now. Yes. Because like it was on a different network and now they're bringing it over and this is a solid time for them to kind of incorporate Supergirl into the team. Mm-hmm. And the crossover was really just solidifying everyone's relationships. Yeah. Like the story and the the aliens to me doesn't really matter much, and it was just there as a catalyst for all of them to be together. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that was the point of the crossover. I love how the effects on the aliens are impressive. Yeah, actually, they yeah, were for yeah, a network I agree TV that, yeah. show. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. That, for, now, for network TV, I was very impressed. Yeah, especially to, on their schedule. In mm-hmm. regards to what Danny said, in regard like it, in heart, mm-hmm. heart in the face of just like pure ridicule. Like, and that's what's like, I love that so much. It's just like, dude, thank you for that feedback. We don't care if you're going to be rude. We're going to keep doing what we love to do regardless. And that's the point. Like, that for me is so empowering. It's just like, dude. And like, Grant keeps just like trudging along. Steven, like, under just so much duress. And like, this guy's under a microscope constantly. And he's just Mm -hmm. like, you know what, dude? Thank you for that feedback. I'm going to take it. And I'm going to just go with it. Well, especially because the the shows people are saying that they've gone down. Like specifically Arrow, people have been yeah. like, "Oh, it's gone downhill since season 2." And it sucks, but they're right. Like 3 and 4 were rough, man, but mm-hmm. season 5 really in my opinion is a return to form. Yes. Is it season 2? I don't think anything no. could be season two. Season two season is two was one of the most enjoyable seasons of TV I have been able to experience. It was everything I love about DC Comics in Dude, one I, season. I, I just remember like editing. Like season for, one of Flash. Oh, yeah. so good. Oh, boy. You know, I so I got season one of Flash and season two of Arrow at the same time. Yeah. So that's when we were, that's when I was really, really diving into Ismark Reacts. So mm-hmm. when yeah. I would be up. At like just the wee hours mm-hmm. of the morning, dude. That after, must be a treat, dude. It, like, I would put it on my freaking forty-five inch or my fifty inch mm-hmm. in the living room, and I blast it up. Close, close the door for so Carissa wouldn't wake up and scream at me. Uh, <laughs> and then I, and then I just I, get immersed. I get half headphone of Ismark Rex and half headphone of Arrow or Flash, and I just go go to town, dude, and just edit, dude. That was like that time in my life will never ever be touched on ever again. Yeah, like because it was just like. Ugh, dude, so great. So great, man. Mm-hmm. It was great. You know, all of these shows, it doesn't matter what other people think of it. It's your personal experience yeah. to the show itself. Mm-hmm. And don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Exactly. A critic's yeah. a critic's opinion is just that, an opinion. You don't have to let that those person's words 
Dictate. sway how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I see people on the internet are really jaded nowadays, and it's unfortunate, man. Like, people can't enjoy things people are spoiled. anymore. Yeah. It's like, well, <clears throat> I mean, it, it, understandably so, when you have shit like Game of Thrones and, oh, uh, you so know, hard. On, on, uh, and Breaking Bad yeah. on, uh, like, it could really, uh, uh, I don't know cause you to misunderstand what TV is and TV now for those of you who are are, are the youngsters out there TV now is better than it has ever mm-hmm. been oh, dude. in the history of television this television is definitely has never the golden age of TV now been this good Ever, yeah, ever. Yeah. I don't oh, care. Yeah. What, and if you're older than us, and you're like, yeah, it was better at this time. Look back at it, watch it again, and you'll realize that you were wrong. It is not better back you then. Just baby. pure storytelling and mm-hmm. content and Dude. production value. Everything. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's next level. It's like we we have less like sitcomy type material in our. Even if we do have sitcom mm-hmm. material, it's like quality material Dude, somehow, and it's Dude, widespread. That's yeah. what I mean. Like. Just the idea of like, like Parks and Rec met, is technically Parks a sitcom. Rec, how I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. How I Met Your Mother, other than the last season. <laughs> okay. If you're a fan, yeah, that was rough, man. I feel you. Uh, Me and Danny, I, we feel. I, you. If I you, loved. If you watched, I loved that show. The dude. last season was like, it was like, hey, is is this your uh, wiener? <laughs> right wow. in there. Because what? that is it how was, I felt. It was right. just heartbreaking. Reel back in. All right, Reel yeah, back yeah, in. Yeah, let's talk about the crossover. <laughs> In re- we'll no, talk about how I met your mother another time. <laughs> Off the rails. Off the rails. Mm. Off topic. Um, I gotta say that my favorite is probably. I think it was the Flash episode, of man. No, the I Flash gotta, episode was really good. Like, I gotta I, say, yeah, it was that was the Flash a good episode. episode. I think the only reason I picked Arrow as my favorite episode was the moment where he says goodbye to his family. I'm just like, dude, yeah, that, was, that great. was really good. Dude, but the Flash was... episode, I felt like was. Mm-hmm. Because the Arrow was very much a self-contained episode. It was the 100th episode. But the Flash episode felt like the strongest crossover episode. Yeah. If that made it. Like, specific to that story. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I remember going into this crossover like... I didn't really care for the last two. Mm -hmm. I'm probably not going to care for this one. Refresh what happened in the Flash episode. In this Flash episode? Yeah. Um, This is when they discovered the aliens. Yeah, okay. it was like started okay. with the flash. Right, it was yeah. kind of like out of nowhere. No, it, it started the flash like uh, a meteor. Flash and landed. Cisco went it's to Supergirl's universe. It started. I'm sorry. It started out immediately with Flash and Arrow. Yeah. And like like, what do you? What do we do now, leader? Yeah. And it's just like it's just like this is your idea. Like blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah. And, oh, uh, that's yeah, heat vision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you just kind of like right into it. And you're like, whoa, what's going on here? I can't wait Ten to see what happens next. <laughs> and yeah, I. So I, I, my girlfriend was like sitting there, I think watching, uh, or like, uh, like playing on her DS, playing Pokemon and as she does, I, I like, I finished the episode and I turned around to her and I was like, oh, that was surprisingly good. <laughs> like, I, I really liked that. Yeah. I did not expect myself to like that as much as I did. And I think that that was just part of the reason why I love that that first episode so much is, like, it set a really high bar that mm-hmm. I thought that they were consistently, like, sticking yeah. with. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Two Flash is always so solid, man. They, they just have just great management. Like, they really I do. I like it, like, man. The, the producers just do so well. The writing, it's just like this, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's like this movement. Like they're yeah. all just like this beelining yeah. towards like well, this like cash cow right now. Yeah. It's like, it's great. I, they're always so very solid. And mm-hmm. there's not like, there is not one flash episode where I'm like, yeah, that wasn't good. 
Like, like I don't agree with where you went, but it was good. But they're always fun. Yeah, yeah. it's like that was good. It was. It's solid. It's always yeah. solid. They're saying that Flash could be like the next Batman type character, like this next, oh, the next wow. Batman, the next Iron Man, the the next oh, a the next A list superhero. I that mean, they're pushing loves. it, dude. No, they are, dude. They, they are. really and are in all mediums. Good because I always loved the Flash in yeah. every medium I have ever seen that character in. I have fucking loved that yep, character. Same, dude. I love Wally West, but whatever. Barry Allen's great too. Speedsters are just so cool, and it just They're seems fun. so fun to be a speedster. Can I pose a what if? Yeah. What if Barry Allen actually did end up sacrificing himself, and the show followed Wally West being trained by the new HR? How would you guys feel about that? Wow. I wouldn't feel good. Whoa. I wouldn't feel good because this Wally West isn't my Wally West. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. And before anybody says anything, it has nothing to do with the color of his skin. It's his personality. Yeah. He's very Agreed. angsty. And seems like Barry and Wally just switched. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's character wise. Like, like, you know what? Wally in the Flashpoint universe mm-hmm. seemed more like the Wally I was familiar with. Yes. Yes. I was like, this which, Wally oh, I can get behind. Which is why I'm excited for HR to finally start training yeah. Wally. Yeah, because dude. now I feel like after he's received his training, he's going to be more comfortable in his oh, own yeah. body. He's gonna, he's and ha- he's going to be the Wally that we know. Yeah, he's, a I, cocky, I, I, he's a cocky dude. So I f- And like, he's going to have support cocky and sarcastic had. and fun and like like yeah. hey here's a here's a fun one liner over here what do you think about this one liner like that's the wally i want to see and the wally we saw in flashpoint was that wally yep that's- i don't know if i want to see barry i, I am so attached mm-hmm. to this version of barry allen that if they killed him i would be also the show is called the flash true well, but I mean, not still- kid flash kid i mean kid flash would well, graduate and become yes, the flash that's just true. like he does in the comics so hmm. just, just wondering yeah I think honestly, in regards to what you were saying, him becoming an A-lister, I think it's he is really the next generation of A-list yeah, superhero. He really sure. is. I mean, like, look how like you like what Noel said. Look how they're pushing it in every medium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If the movie does well, then there is no wait. When does no the movie question. come out? It's like 2018 or 2019. Yeah, I think it's, it's 2018. A while from now. Same same year Aquaman comes out. Do they? Do you think that they might start wrapping up Barry's story once the movie comes out? I think they should. Oh, I think I think that we're going to see like the closing seasons of the Flash TV show around that time because yeah. I don't think they want the two to compete. That makes sense. I don't think I so. I think either. they want to get Flash. I mean, when the, Suicide Squad was announced and it was coming out, they took out uh they Deadshot. killed like all the Suicide Squad members. Yeah, exactly. They dropped the Suicide Squad plot entirely. Yeah. <laughs> like they, it felt yeah, like it was going to be a big thing and then it was like, nope. Amanda Waller in the show just straight up shot her in the head. Gone. I was like Whoa! Wait, what? I was like, "Yo, she dead as fuck." You just <laughs> killed Amanda Wall. You just shot her in the head. Yo, man, they're serious about taking it <laughs> out of the show. <laughs> they don't want to compete. I was Damn. like, "You couldn't even like have her retire. You shot her in the fucking head." God, that's it. That's it. There's no. There's no I didn't question. even know she was dead until the end of the episode. I was like, "Oh no!" So she actually she died. actually is dead. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But if the I think the Flash movie. Hmm. Will be the will determine whether the Flash becomes truly the next type of Iron Man, Batman mm-hmm. type character. character. Yeah, that like that everybody wants to see. Like, well, you know, 
going off what you're saying, it really does does depend on the next few decisions that DC makes. Mm-hmm. Justice League has been one too. Yeah. Ju- I mean, obviously Wonder Woman and Justice League. Those two. Do you think Flash will show up in Wonder Woman at all? Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. He, I didn't even realize he, that. If he does, I would not be happy. <laughs> uh, unless it was a post credit scene. I mean, think about it. Okay. He's appeared. I mean, bef- I don't know if they knew where Man of Steel was going, but. After Man of Steel, he's appeared in every DC movie. Yep. I mean, granted, it's only been two. two. Batman yeah. versus Superman. I would like to see it as still. a post-credit scene. That would be cool. If it's post-credit, post-credit, yeah, yes. Yeah. Please don't make a fucking extended cut or director's cut. Just release the damn movie in theaters. <laughs> we to would be, like it to just it be one, with one make it complete, guys. Like just one, just one please. complete film. Just that's that's what Jeremy wants, guys. So yes. do it. If you guys uh, wanted that to be like the thing that DC movies do, like well, our thing, like Marvel's thing was post credit scene. Our thing is extended cut. It's not a good thing. It's not a good, not, thing. It's not a good thing. Let's drop it now. Our it just, thing is changing our movie entirely upon DVD release. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes you seem a little disorganized. That's all. Just, just I mean, a little. I mean, was a wee bit. Just, just a little unorganized. I mean, just to be completely honest with you, it just kind of seems Oi. like you. It just kind of seems like you don't know what you're doing. Jeremy is so passionate about. <laughs> saying, please, for the love of God, no. I'm serious about it, man. No, you're right. You're right. No, you're not wrong. I think, but in regards to what Danny is saying, yes, I do. I think that Flash has a very good chance. Is that chance going to, you know, come to fruition? Is it going to come and, 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 and evolve into this? Would I love my daughter to be as gung-ho as we are for like she's gung-ho for flash as we are for batman like the flash is the best dc character just like dude you're crazy you're crazy it's batman it's obviously (laughs) batman but she's like no dude you don't understand i grew up in this era and then you grew up in this era with like michael keaton and val kilmer and all this stupid this is exactly how his baby is talking to him no dude you don't understand bro (laughs) she's like no dude bro Grant Gustin, what? <laughs> and, and she just gets into this, we get this crazy heated battle, but it really, I hate to say it, but it depends on what happens Guys, next. Guys, what if they make a Flash cartoon? Like, just a Flash cartoon, like Flash the Animated Series? That'd be cool. Hey, uh, I'd be into that. That'd be cool. I'd be into that. That'd be after cool. the, after and I wouldn't mind Indy growing up in that era. That'd be cool. I wouldn't mind uh, as if you have a say in what era she grows up in. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Flashpoint. It's Kay. one of those things where, you know. What if you had a son, Tony, but Barry changed the timeline? <laughs> but his name just... is still Indy. And there are kids afoot. His... Your kids know, afoot? I can't be putting up an index finger. They can tell. They're not stupid. That's an index finger. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, uh, guys, let's wrap it up on the crossover. So, at the end of the day, let's round out final thoughts, Jeremy Lee. I like it. I like it because it it solidifies the relationships. (laughs) And I like relationships in... I mean, that's the reason why you watch movies and TV is because you're seeing how the characters interact with each other. You're seeing the story that unravels between their relationships. Mm. If there are no relationships, why are you watching it? It's just things happening. You're right. What was your favorite part of the entire uh, entire crossover event? Like, out of every single, every episode, which moment were you like, that was my favorite, I that made the entire crossover for me? Like one single moment or like... One like single moment. Yeah. Um, 
could be short, could be long, whatever, whatever you watch, and you were just like, that was my favorite part. The wrap up, I guess. Okay. Where everyone is like, okay, they're all buddy buddy now. They're all good and mm-hmm. kind of going back to their own universes. Buddy, buddy. But it's like it felt like a mini Justice League. Yeah. yeah it dude. felt like a, yeah. a mini Super Friends episode. Hey, Justice League is tight. Yeah, it's cool. So it's like a good... So everything <laughs> after everything that happened, all the, the stuff, after that, they wrap it up and they all go their separate ways again. It's like, we'll keep in touch, man. Cool. <laughs> so that was cool. Yeah, I like that. I like all right. That. And then fucking Cisco pulls out an interdimensional warper yeah. tool thing. He just pulls out Supergirl. a plot device. Yeah, yeah right. cool. <laughs> pulls out OP. Hey man, hella shit. you ever need something from another Earth? Here you go. <laughs> I got that OP. I got, I got that OP. I got that OP, bro. Tony, what was your oh, favorite? Yes. My favorite, uh, my two favorite moments are actually both in Arrow. Is the moment that um, uh, White Canary uh, catches Deathstroke's um, sword just randomly. <laughs> I thought that was a really cool moment to integrate her, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> That was really good choreography, that mm-hmm. one. And then two, um, Ollie's, uh, it, mostly because it was just so well-written. It mm-hmm. was just... It's a strong emotion. It was just so well-written, dude. It was just exactly when it needed to happen is that we see up to this moment that Ollie is obviously having a hard time. Mm-hmm. This is the moment where I saw Stephen Amell. We finally saw that panic-stricken Ollie McQueen that we've been all been waiting for that has just been so misplaced. Mm-hmm. And when he turns around and you hear his mother's voice and you like from like pan left to right and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> oh my god. Like, yeah, oh you see god. his dad too, and you're just like, what? You're just we like, haven't seen you since season one. I'm yeah, like, oh bro. my god, dude. You tell me it's been four years. It's been so many people. Hell <laughs> of people have died. I'm so oh, sorry. Even though Felicity and Roy weren't dead, but whatever. Hey. <laughs> no, it's just uh, cool to see moments like that it where was, it's yeah. like, oh, these characters have died so long ago. You forgot that they were part of the team. Yeah. And then seeing them again, it's like, oh man, it's, all this comes yeah. rushing back and mm-hmm. the weight, the emotional weight that has been on his shoulders. Yep. It was cool. It was that entire the entire episode just was very well placed. Mm-hmm. It was exactly yeah. when we needed to see that happen, and I just th- and for it to fit into the crossover was just really really cool, man. Mm-hmm. I just bravo to to all that was involved. Um, if I had a, I think my I don't know if it was my favorite part, but like my favorite overall thing of the crossover was seeing. Because Flash got introduced in Arrow, mm-hmm. and it was just really yeah. cool to see these two characters who have been around longer than than all of these other characters, yeah. just like like they are facing their biggest challenge, and they're just like, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> what do I? What do I and do? Like the who part, do I call the part when they wake Ghost up Busters. in the spaceship, and they're just like, uh, we're in space. Like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just liked them just being out of their element completely. Mm-hmm. It was really ridiculous. Like yeah. every part of it was just like <laughs> over the top. The, 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 speaking of like, okay, the, these are like the reasons why I was like, really, guys, like, uh, like the design of a spaceship is pretty much you know universal. This is where we're going, or like, oh yeah, you're right, it is universal. As he shoots this gun, I was like, like what? Uh, <laughs> but like, what? it was fun. It was, yeah, it was sweet. Like, I was like, what are you expecting? Yeah, yeah. yeah. like what? What do you want? And I feel like the way the actors played those moments, they were like, they were just nodding to that. Like, this is a plot mm-hmm. device. The, guys. Uh, the actors nailed it because yeah. constantly, Cisco was like, my dream is to just 
fight aliens, and that's what I'm doing. I'm fighting aliens. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like they they're addressing how ridiculous yeah. it is, and yeah. that's why I love it. Dude, did you guys catch I that? Love it. It's did you guys catch that part where Adam Brandon Ruth is like, she looks like my cousin. I was about to say. <laughs> yes. Yes. About to say yes. yes, I just saw that. I love that. I was about to say that is probably my favorite part of the series was. In the beginning, I didn't get it, and then I watched it again. I was like, because oh, he was Superman. Superman. <laughs> That's Ruff right. Was Superman. I got to say, though, my favorite part is part that you probably, you guys probably don't even remember. It was so quick and like, but it was the part I remembered because I, I legitimately laughed out loud. Okay. Was the part where Supergirl was talking to Mick Rory, uh, uh, Heatwave. And yeah, I forgot yeah, his name yeah. for a second. Uh, he was talking to Heatwave, and he's like, "She's like, oh, so like, what are your powers or whatever?" And he's like, "I like to burn people alive. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I burn my family alive, and, and I like to burn like, things." Okay, okay. I love that. He's like, "Supergirl, I'm not gonna call you that. I'm gonna call you Skirt." <laughs> it's like fucking what? Call me okay. Skirt? <laughs> like, yeah. What, what is she gonna do about it? It's a piece of clothing. And he's like, I, "I burn my family alive," and you're just like. Whoa! Damn! What are you doing here, helping us? You're a bad guy. Sometimes you forget that Heat Wave is actually hey, like he's the a bad, bad guy. guy. Yeah. he's a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy. No, he kind of is, is, is a bad about, guy. Dude, yeah. Dude, what about that Easter egg, though? What about that Easter egg in? Uh, that, was it Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah, I think. No, and, uh, no, 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 maybe. Which one? Like in the background? Yeah. Oh, well, it says I don't Aerospace know Division, and Aerospace it says WT dash zero fifty two. Watchtower. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god calm down yeah dude that's dude, pretty cool man so many like easter eggs from the watchtower of justice league batman specifically batman we were talking hey, about man. we were talking about how earlier and apparently uh supergirl says something and this season she was like oh yeah i worked with the vigilante he was like dark and broody <laughs> and you're just like mm, i wonder who that could be don't you dare <laughs> i think that don't you it's dare. very possible that batman could show up in supergirl yeah. now more than ever Hmm. And I, I think Makes I was talking to someone. Fart. I was like, "Do we want to see Batman show up in Supergirl? I don't know. I don't care. Let's do it. Let's see. I want to see. You guys want to do Batman? Like do Batman, man. I like Batman. Come on. Hey, man. I like Batman. I like Batman. You like Batman? Let's, let's see a little bit of Batman in Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. Um, what? <laughs> oh, another part that I really liked was when uh, uh, Oliver went Tight. to the to the quiver <laughs> to the arrow cave. And John Diggle was was Arrow, and just like that that interaction between the two, and seeing Oliver so confused and so lost, like oh, I just so good. I just loved the way he was playing it. I didn't like uh, Diggle in this one in this episode. What I liked him. I didn't not like he was bad. It was just wait I which I, episode? I need to rewatch it to kind of like relate to it. Yeah. It was just very. Uh, eh. I love Diggle <laughs> as a character. I think they really do a good job with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, he got buff. He's no, always <laughs> been buff. Dude, they, no, no, they, no, 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 no. He's not always been buff. Isn't it weird now that he has a son and not a daughter? No. It feels weird to me. Hey, no. A couple <laughs> a couple episodes ago in Arrow, um, John Diggle didn't have a shirt on. And I think it was the first time in the series that we've seen without a shirt. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this guy's dude, huge. Dude, it's so interesting to you seeing him on camera, like in Dexter. And you see him now, you're just like, dude, whoa. He got, that was like your reaction in Man of Steel when Henry Cavill just <laughs> no, first get like, out of the we, water after the oil rig. Hold on, like, hold on. Tell the story about that before you... Dude, so me and Danny were talking before we went to go see the movie. He was like, dude, Henry Cavill is massive. I was like, nah, dude. He's probably like 200 pounds. And he's like, no, dude. 
He's massive. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, no Tony way, was like, no, nah, he's not that big of a he's guy. I saw guy. I saw him in Immortals. He's then, pretty skinny, actually. And then, dude, he's like, he's like, okay, all right. And we're like in whatever, guys, Tony. We're in the line of Man of Steel. We get a Man of Steel, and that scene where he walks out of the ocean. I was like. <laughs> He just like bends over and he's like, yeah. Yeah, and you can hear everyone in the theater just go, what? I was like, dude, I was like, all right. There were a lot of gasps. I remember in our theater. I remember there was like three people next to us. They were like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, dude, whoa. Like Joey. Not even fair. Dude, he had to lose weight to fit in the suit. Did you know that? I did, yeah. That. Henry, we need to talk. I need yeah. to figure out what you did, how you did it, what your meal plan was, what your workout plan was. 5,000 calories a day I think he took, and then he dropped to 4,000 when he was trying to get suit ready. Mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into the next topic. Uh, Wait, there's another topic? I have to pee. Guardians of the Galaxy, hold your pee for the next 15 minutes. I ha- I've been having to pee for like 20 Here, minutes. You always have to pee. You got to check your bladder. No. get your bladder checked out, man. Go fuck yourself. I don't always have to pee. I have to pee every once in a while, okay? <laughs> It's, it's, it's Why don't you just enough. do it through photosynthesis? Yeah, man. Guardians of the Galaxy out. trailer. Yes. Oh, it, my God. It's uh, so good. Dude, you got 10 minutes before the show's over. All right, let's go. Give let's your opinion and run it and take a Wiz Khalifa. All right. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy trailer just dropped. <laughs> so oh, good. Chisney. Chisney. Oh, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Can I do it first? Yeah, say it first and then go to the bathroom. <laughs> All right, I love you. Uh, <laughs> I you. Say what you thought about the trailer. Yeah, what do you think about the trailer, man? I just, I enjoy when we don't only get heart, but we get good filmmaking. Mm -hmm. And you have this combination of the two. I love, I love watching a Marvel like film or a trailer, whatever it is, in regards to Marvel. And I'm just like. God damn it, they did it again. <laughs> I was like, that's exactly what I said to Daniel. I just looked at him and he goes, Hey, done, did it, it the again. Podcast. And I was like, Okay. I was like, I, I don't want to hear your opinions yet. Let's just watch just, the show. I said, and I, I, that's exactly what I said. It's the one yeah. thing that I said to everyone. And I was like, Damn it, they did it again, dude. And that's, <laughs> it's everything to like the graphics of like it pulling out like this cr- weird, crazy 3D effect. And mm. you're just like, Dude, this is freaking gold, man. <laughs> you're just like, What the Shit! This baby is gold. Group stole the show. Oh, I know, baby, baby group. group dude, oh my like, god! How do we get a, a dude with a crazy weird effect on his voice and says three words? Literally, I love Groot. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he says, dude. He, we get Groot in the in volume one and amazing, great character. Lovable. How do you make him better? Make him a dude. baby version of himself. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's just, it's freaking genius, man. Hey, guys, if you want to be a filmmaker, you want to be someone that makes a difference. Put baby tree people in your in your movies. Fuck off. <laughs> Find a way to, we, me, me and Jamie were talking about this before we came up and talked about the podcast. It's like that gray area. It's like, I see what they did. I see the genius in it. And I'm here. How do I get from here to there? And that's the secret. You sell your soul. You don't sell your soul. You're not Mick Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know what that means. I don't know either, dude. I'm just go with it. Just fucking go with it, dude. Oh. I'm done. And that's the point, dude. Like it's you know you got to sell your soul like Mick Jagger. It's <laughs> that's that's where it's at, guys. Like something about finding a way to integrate every human emotion, humor, 
over overuse of comedy. Somehow it works, right? Pain, agony, fun, love, and like this weird thing that Drax does. I, I know. I love the dynamic. So, like the <laughs> dynamic. Drax is like so. Drax and clowns. Um, just. <laughs> like Mr. Obvious, and He's then you have like, Captain Obvious. Yeah. Like, dude, shut up! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, and then you have Groot, who just says three words. Then you have a rocket, a raccoon man, who's just a crazy thing. <laughs> and then you got Star Lord, who's just like, what am I doing? Here? Dude, it looks like a, a lovable band of goons. Yeah. It looks like Drax is starting to become like the best friend character. Yeah, and I'm like, yes, dude, that, <laughs> Drax was the character that I wanted more of in the first movie. Do you need a hug? Just like no, I, I like don't. how he integrated in the in the trailer. He was like, dude. He just said your deepest secret. Aren't you embarrassed? He's like, got to be so wait, wait. embarrassed. Do me. <laughs> do me. Do me. <laughs> it's like, how did you get do from next. there? Dude, <laughs> Batista. I remember when Batista got introduced in WWE. I was mm-hmm. watching WWE, and I remember the first time he ever came out. Did he bomb you? <laughs> what? Shut I, don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> but uh, Bomb you? I remember uh, him being... Batista bomb. <laughs> I never, I never thought uh, he would be my favorite character ever in a superhero movie. In anything like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know I would enjoy him ever. Yeah, he was, he was heel, so he was a bad guy in, yeah. in wrestling. But yeah, man, he's actually the character that I, wish I, they gave I, I get him more. Ex- inspector, but whatever. I'm sorry, anyway. Inspector. Yeah, he was Inspector. Huh. He was one of the bad guys. I love guys. you guys. Goodbye. Go, just yeah, go go to the bathroom. Go okay. right here. Pee through photosynthesis. Noel didn't watch the trailer. He's too cool for that. Yeah, I didn't watch the trailer, but I heard the trailer. And Do you like the sounds? Yeah, dude, I love sounds. Sounds are tight. <laughs> Go gym. Never no, mind. But I'm I not d- going to say anything. I'm, 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 I'm just excited for more Drax. I remember when he... Drax I, I remember I read an article where he was given the role... He was offered the role of Drax, and he said that he's, that's when he started taking acting seriously. He's like, he took classes and he studied acting just to like make mm-hmm. this character more believable. I'm like, that's cool because this is a superhero movie and you're like taking your acting really seriously. Like you're, you're taking your job seriously. Like th- you're that's pulling your own weight. He said yeah. he wasn't, he wasn't offered the job. He didn't get, he, they, nobody gave him this role. Yeah. He auditioned for yes. it. Like everyone else. He had to work for he, it. That's what and I meant. He got it. Well, it's just I like, no, just, no, 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 no. Good clarification. Good. I just like, I think that people should know that, that like he wasn't offered anything. He fucking worked for yeah, it. He and worked. he was saying in an interview, he started crying mm-hmm. when he got the role. And it's just like this freaking giant six foot five monster man mm-hmm. is crying because he got this role. It's like, that is passion and heart and mm-hmm. love and respect. Yep. And appreciation. And that's something that I can get behind. Mm-hmm, totally. And, and I appreciate yeah. him more as a person mm-hmm. because of that. That's like uh, Justin Timberlake and Social Network. He had to really earn that role yeah. with David Fincher. Oh, yeah, I bet. I especially, didn't know that with actually. Dire- especially with a dire- director like David Fincher, who just yeah. like. He's very specific <clears throat> at every single detail. Speak and- as fast as you can, <laughs> yeah, but still be good and like enunciate everything, but just speak. No, faster than any other human. Actually, that's not David Fincher's. No, that's Aaron Sorkin's. No, you're right. You're right. right. (laughs) That's Aaron Sorkin's. Aaron Sorkin Um, got a four-hour script. Mumblecore. (laughs) Mumblecore. That is what it's called, by the way, guys. Look it up. Mumblecore. Um, Yeah. Well, all of them had to like really work for their roles Mm -hmm. and like earn that casting choice. Yep. So good on you, Dave Batista. Good on everyone. Uh, I. I read that uh, Vin Diesel said that playing I am uh, playing I am Groot, <laughs> playing Groot helped him really. Uh, 
heal and process his emotions after the Paul Walker incident. So I'm like, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Man. That that's cuts rough. deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's rough. Like he's pl- essentially playing a tree of life. Oh my God. Not, why are you trying to kill me right <laughs> now? Uh, there's a lot of heart in that statement right there. That's tough. Yep. I mean, all right. <laughs> you know what? Like, I got to give props to Vin Diesel uh, because his performance as Groot actually is deeper than I think he gets credit for. I because agree. The way that you say, like, you have three words, I am Groot, mm-hmm. and you need to try to convey a thought yeah. in that. You need, like, I, I imagine... A thought that is not, <clears throat> I am Groot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need, to, mm-hmm. you need to convey a cohesive thought in words that are not cohesive, anything but cohesive. Mm-hmm. You're saying the same thing over and over, but the way that he says it, always, you kind of for the most part understand what he's talking yeah. about what he's implying i am groot and you're like ah oh, i see that you're mm-hmm. you you know you're doing this right mm-hmm. now and it's just like that's not that's a not thing easy. yeah that's not a thing that is just like oh yeah you just do it's just three words oh it's easiest acting job you ever had i got to say that it's probably easier than most acting jobs but if you're a good actor yeah exactly exactly uh, it's still challenging yeah. as hell <laughs> I can't. I couldn't even imagine, dude. That'd be really daunting to just be given a s- three words. Oh like, my god! How much fun! Uh, you just say <laughs> that, and as an actor, that just like gets me really excited because it's not in the way that you. It's not the words that you say, but in the way that you say it, mm-hmm. and that is so like. You know how much better of an actor he is after that? Oh, like, he's yeah, got to be right. so much better. Absolutely, because now he can convey a thought and an emotion without having to. Uh, without the words even really mattering. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't knock acting unless you've done it. And I know I'm not an actor because <laughs> I've tried it and it is not easy. <laughs> so You don't give yourself credit, dude. You actually do a great job when you're in front of camera. Every time you've been in front of... And Jeremy hates compliments. So everybody uh, tweet no, at Jeremy no, Lee with three Y's and compliment no. him. <laughs> Because he hates it. <laughs> no. Uh, stop that. You, seriously, though, you do a good job you when look, you're in front you of camera. No, camera. But what my point that I was getting to is that you can't knock uh, a job or a role yep. in any kind of industry unless you've actually done it because mm-hmm. you don't know what it's like yeah. until yeah, you're absolutely. actually in those shoes, you know? Totally. It's like everybody, uh, what, what was that? He tweeted something about like, he tried to convey the story through visuals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, dude, everybody's, everybody's gifts that they were sending just oh gradually got, just got so oh, much so good. What? Dude, what? One Angie's, star. Angel's was the best. Angel's was the best because it was Ryan Reynolds just doing the. Uh, <laughs> it was so, I was like, that. Is me right now. <laughs> yeah. If you guys uh, don't know what we're talking about, it was a, a tweet from an account called Amazon Movie Reviews, and they usually find the most inane, stupidest movie reviews on Amazon ever. And there was this one where they posted this guy was like one star on a movie called uh, the Oh Neon Demon. Yeah. Which Neon we were De- just oh, talking Ryan, about. Yeah. Was it Ryan Gosling or is that Refn? That's Refn. Refn. It's, it's the same director. Neon Demon is this movie after yeah, that. Yeah, so the guy, Andy Solomon's uh, one-star review says the director tried to use visuals for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it really sucks to use visuals when making a movie. <laughs> a motion picture. <laughs> visuals. A movie is visuals, you guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
What, wait, 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 what? what so would you rather it be a radio show? What are you trying to talk about? So right what now? do you think he meant by that? Do you think I he don't meant, know. Like, Maybe he was saying that the movie was like really out there for him and he didn't really get why it looked like that. Like, but. I'm sure the person has like, that director really goes overboard with cinematography. So yeah. I think that's what the person Yeah, that's meant. what he was trying to say. <laughs> but but it was just the way it, right? he said it was just like, <laughs> he tried to tell a story through visuals. But then how dare he? I've, uh, how you dare stupid movie idiot. You language? You stupid idiot! How Words. dare you? They only Words. do that in kids' books. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a pop-up book. Oh you my stupid god! Stupid idiot! This isn't. This isn't. This is. <laughs> all right, all right. Reel it back in. Get back on the right track. We're broken. We've, we have broken pop talks, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. It's so good. You Those can't. are for kids' books. <laughs> this is a pop up. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh goodness, right. so good. So this has been a fun we? episode. Yeah. yeah, this is a great episode. I think it is a good spot to wrap it up now. Wrap it up. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Hawk Talk. I like put my glasses on. <laughs> Just really quick, somebody, somebody in uh, in the comments of like a few weeks episodes said I wasn't wearing my glasses in the episode, and they were like, "Oh, good, Danny's wearing his fuck off glasses today." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Do I ever know you was like, what does this mean? You're like, I don't understand what this could mean. I was like, does that mean Nolan and Jeremy wear fuck off glasses too? I'm the only one here that doesn't wear glasses. Sada. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Whatever. Mr. Perfect. I resent that. Okay. Good. Jeez. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. If you guys like the show, please support us over on Patreon. Seriously, guys, uh, it means a lot. And I you guys know, I think by now... Uh, how much it affects uh, the work that we do. Don't forget, big changes coming to both channels. We're trying to get more content out more consistently and premium content, by the way, for the main channel. And we're trying to get, uh, excuse me, uh, we're trying to get, excuse uh, me. <laughs> we're trying to get uh, uh, what we're actually about to launch several shows in January, starting with the, the launch of episode 100 of Hawk Talk, which is Honey. coming up. Um, what? Oh, yeah. So, uh, Tony's producing Off the Rails. Noel is producing uh, the Isma Vlogs. And uh, Jeremy and Hassani will be making a uh, tech and gear review show for you guys to see. And, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to also, I mean, we're also focusing on uh, premium content as well. And uh, doodly-doo-doo, doodly-doo. Yeah, so Patreon helps that. So uh, we'll be launching new merch soon, so get it while you can. We're going to, we're not really going to be bringing back the same sort of shirts uh, anymore. Uh, you might see the Ismahawk logo shirt pop up every now and then, but uh, if you see like a specialized shirt pop up, probably won't pop up ever again. Thank you again to our sponsor, Comics Amino. Make sure to download the app, <clears throat> tell them Ismahawk sent you. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, Anything Wait, else? Danny, what was that app called again? I'm actually going to download it right now. Comics Amino. Comics Amino. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, and follow us on Twitter. Tony's at Tony. Uh, aha, I was going to say at Tony Smith. That's not right. <laughs> Don't follow that guy because we have no idea who that guy is. It's Don't tweet us. gentleman, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm me, sure he's a great I'm guy. Uh, Tony is at Walk on Tony. I'm at Danny LeChef. Uh, Noel is at Noel LeChef. Jeremy's at Jeremy Lee with three Y's. Make three. sure to like us on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Because seriously, Facebook is big. Help us like us on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Face novel. 
Yeah, that, that's it. Uh, and uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram as well. We are all exactly what I said we were. Daniel Lachette, Walk on Tony, Jeremy Lee with three Ys, and this jackass is now you. <laughs> um, what was that? You know, someone actually made an account on Instagram. I saw that. At Noel Lachette and says, Noel, change your username. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> well, you can't that do it now. in his profile or yeah. her profile. <laughs> you can't. I'm sure they'll do it. That's the point. Uh, yeah, it's like- they, they reserved it for you. They reserve. Uh, they reserve that name. Just change well, thank it, you. or change your Twitter to now. You at least be consistent across Don't, the board. So no, if you're gonna do it, no, do it now. No, before you're verified. No, no. Yeah, no. honestly, like once you become verified, you cannot no. change your name ever again. What, Tony? You need to change it. You just figure it out. You need to change what? that face, Daddy. No, you don't. No! You need don't. to change that face, no, Daddy. No, don't. Yeah. Don't even bring attention to it. Just move on. <laughs> just, uh, just move on. Just move on, right? Just okay. move on. <laughs> you need to change yeah. that face, and guys, Daddy. tweet at Tony. Tell him about his beard. Yeah, at, at tweet at WalkOnTony and, uh, yeah, talk about his beard. Or lack thereof. Yeah. How are you going to defend us out on the streets now? You can't show your beard. It's true, yeah. With sweet treats. Tony was our tough guy. He's I'm bigger st- than all of us. Now he's a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he is. I'm a little now you're a little baby face McGee. What? Wow. Alright, guys. We love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Call your mom. <laughs> Stop. I mean, yes, do that. I mean, don't yeah. Are we ready to rekizzle? <laughs> rekizzle for shizzle, my doogie. No, <laughs> do not do that. That is not the time. <laughs> do, <laughs> do not do that. It's my one rule. Oh, you're one like so like Batman, you. except with wet willies. Yeah, don't wet willy my dick. No, huh? I didn't mean it like that. That sounded. That sounded. How do you wet so willy you want me dick? to wet no, no, willy no, no, your no, dick? No, 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 no. Just take. No. Let's take a step back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready? I'm ready. Put all our peens in our butts. All right. No? You're right.